Welcome to FanR Podcast, a series of podcasts featuring a variety of topics, issues, and events relating to the nuclear and radiological sectors in the UAE and across the globe. The United Arab Emirates is taking part in the week-long annual general conference of the International Atomic Energy Agency at the organization's headquarters in Vienna. This year's general conference will be held under the theme Global Cooperation in Nuclear Field. The general conference meets annually to provide a venue for member states to exchange information on the latest developments and world events related to the nuclear and radiological sectors. In this episode of FANR Podcast, we speak to Mr. Christopher Victorson, FANR's Director General, about the importance of the UAE's participation in the 66th General Conference and what will be FANR's key focus areas in this upcoming event. Mr. Christopher Victorson, welcome to FANR Podcast and thank you for being with us today. So FANR is taking part at the IA 66th General Conference under the UAE's delegation. What aspect will FANR be focusing on during this high-level conference? Okay, thank you for this question. Uh, the General Conference is an annual gathering of all the IAEA member states uh, that are now more than 170 from all over the world. And they come together um, each year, normally in September, to discuss the program of work of the agency for the coming years, to discuss budget, to select uh, members of the Board of, Man or board of Governors uh, and other um, typical um, General Assembly matters, similar to the one going on this week in the United Nations uh, headquarters in New York. Uh, FANR is there to support the UAE government. Uh, we are not the only one. Um, there are other organizations also coming from the UAE to support the government in, um, in making sure that we contribute to the work of the IEA, to make sure that we can share experience and that we get um, good results out from it. Because UAE wants to be a role model, um, particularly in the establishment of the nuclear power program. And the cooperation with the IEA has been um, much more intense since we started the, the program. The UAE became a me member of the IEA already in 76. Um, and so we are an, already an experienced member um, and we, we benefit a lot from this. So FANR is focusing on supporting, explaining how we from FANR has established the nuclear program, uh, the, the regulatory body in order for other countries to benefit. We are having bilateral meetings with our colleagues from other countries, etc. Since the establishment of the UA nuclear program in 2008, we understand that Banner has developed strong cooperation with many national and international partners to support its mandate. So how far the UA has benefited from the strong cooperation with its uh, international partners to be more specific? It is essential because FANR is a very important organization in the nuclear program. Without a strong and independent regulator, um, the nuclear program would not um, receive the respect it has received from many of the international players in this field. Um, it 
it we have shown uh, the UAE government has shown that uh, a strong regulator is a priority for the UAE in order to guarantee safety security and uh, non-proliferation I mean the peaceful aspects mm -hmm. of a nuclear program yeah. uh, and safety and security for the population for the for other countries etc Thanner has been taking part at the General Conference since its establishment in 2009. How important to the UAE and Thanner to participate in the General Conference? And what do you seek to achieve? So there are two parts to this question. First of all, we have benefited a lot from, <clears throat> from the IAEA itself. The IAEA has a program which is... Um, uh, quite comprehensive. <clears throat> it covers safety, it covers safeguards, uh, it covers security, it covers also nuclear applications, it, cover, it covers nuclear energy establishment, it covers technical cooperation and more. And the UAE has focused from the very beginning to make sure that we can take the advantage of the, of the strengths of the IEA. That is the safety standards, we have used, we have used their experts in training our staff. We have um, used them in coming and checking how is, how are we performing uh, compared to international or um, IAA safety standards? Are we in agreement um, uh, or not? And they come with with team of experts and we have had 11 of these uh, covering many areas, um, the regulator itself, its emergency arrangements, its security arrangements in the country, um, and the NAWA program, how that is go ongoing, etc. And they, these reports that they published are, are public, um, and we get recommendations, we get good practices from this. It's a, it's a strong point of the IEA. The other aspect I want to mention is the the um, possibility during this General Assembly to network with other regulators um, that has much longer experience than we have, and then get experience from them, conclude MOUs, for example. And we have um, uh, bilateral agreements with many organizations now. We have with the US, we have with the Koreans, we have with the Japanese, with the French, uh, and many more countries uh, in order to, to, to benefit from their experience. Um, we have now been established, um, we were established in 2009, FANR, so we have a lot of experience already how to establish in a new country a model regulator, a good regulator. And that is um, some information that we share to our, um, our partners that we meet in the IEA. And many countries are now wanting to establish nuclear programs and they look with great interest to us uh, and we, we are open, we are transparent and we, share, we are willing to share our experience. You have mentioned that many countries would like to learn from UAE's experience beside uh, FANAR continuous engagement with its partners to cooperate in different areas related to the nuclear and radiation sector. Are you expecting to sign new agreements to cooperate with other countries during the IEA General Conference? And what areas of cooperation will the UAE be focusing on in the coming years? So we will have uh, discussions with, um, with many 
of our international partners. Um, go through what have we achieved so far and what would be the focus uh, in, the, in the future. One particular areas, area where we will discuss uh, or focus is the development of very high level advanced expert expertise that we will need in, in, in FANR. Uh, the more we get into operation. Um, we have a good, um, a good staff with a lot of experience, but there are still areas, very specific areas such as fuel safety, material degradation, that we need to build, um, build on or, or establish and building on, on experience from other countries. So that is one. Another area um, is the research and development. Uh, FANR is now focusing more and more on research and we have cooperation already uh, with, with some countries and we will um, uh, deepen and strengthen this cooperation uh, this time, particularly with the Koreans. The United Arab Emirates and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia country agreement which was signed uh, on 2019 laid the foundation for cooperation in regards to nuclear energy. I would like to ask, what is the progress in regards to this cooperation and how do you see this cooperation in the future? Yes, a very good question. The Kingdom of Saudi Arabia is also establishing a nuclear program. We have therefore established an, an agreement, as you mentioned, uh, with the regulator there. Uh, they have already since many years uh, a regulator which is now being strengthened in the area of nuclear power. Um, and we will, um, we, we will engage with them. We have had workshops already to explain various aspects of FANR, um, the FANR strategy, the FANR um, resources and our priorities um, uh, when, when it comes to nuclear. Um, we have talked about the siting of a nuclear power plant uh, and the importance of um, of um, environmental hazards that can happen. Um, um, so there is, we have also visited them and they have a strong program in, the, in, in many areas. Um, so we are benefiting from this, uh, their experience in the area of emergency arrangements, in the area of monitoring environmental radiation, um, at, and, and, and other areas. And we will give them our experience from regulating a nuclear program. And of course, because we are, we are neighbors, so we have similar um, environmental issues to think about when we establish nuclear program. Um, so this interest mm -hmm. is strong from both sides. And um, we are going to meet again during the general conference um, to just to confirm the priorities of this program. It's also related to establishment of regulations. Um, as, um, as you know, we have established a full, um, full cadre of re regulations in all aspects, nuclear safety, radiation, emergencies, security, safeguards, etc. And of course, it's important that we try to harmonize as much as possible um, in order to facilitate the exchange of information. We have uh, co cooperation in the area of border controls, of um, transfer of, of radiation sources, um, and uh, many other 
uh, areas um, because a regulator deals with many things. It deals with monitoring of the environment. Mm -hmm. It deals with monitoring of occupationally exposed workers. It deals with um, technical aspects related to material degradation mm -hmm. and fuel, as I mentioned before. And we need to uh, develop all these aspects, um, uh, both at, on our side and on their side. And of course, it's of interest to, to share this experience and how we have done it. In COP26, the UAE government announced its commitments to net zero by 2050, and it will be hosting also COP28 in 2023. How do you see the climate change commitments and the development of the UAE nuclear program can work towards supporting this vision? So this um, meeting that um, is called COP, 27 will go um, will take place this year and 28 next year in the UAE. Um, it's essential uh, because climate change might have an influence or will have an influence probably on many industrial facilities, um, including nuclear power plants. We should remember, however, that Fanner is the regulator. Um, so we are not part of the establishment of energy policy or how many nuclear power plants we should have. But when the government decide, we are the one to assess the safety of these plants, not only today, but also looking into the future. What might happen uh, with rising sea levels, with more violent storms, rains, uh, and we have to try to assess and estimate um, these aspects because a nuclear power plant is uh, expected to live for at least 80 years or maybe 100 years. Mm -hmm. So many things can happen during this time. And of course we can modernize and improve um, during the operation, but, but the best thing is to, to do as much as possible upfront. Mm -hmm. And we did that um, already in the licensing of, of Baraka. We estimated tsunami risks in the Gulf. We estimated seismic risks. We estimated sandstorms. And we um, required from ENEC and NAWA to take um, measures and actions to, to minimize the effects of mm -hmm. such things. Mm -hmm. But of course, nobody knows exactly what will happen. So that's why we need to have a very close relationship as a regulator with environmental agencies and other organizations that try to estimate climate change and how, mm -hmm. how it could influence the safety of a nuclear power plant. Mr. Christopher Victorson, thank you very much for being our guest uh, in this episode of the uh, FANR podcast. And we wish you all the best in the coming general conference. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of FANAR Podcast. Join us next time to hear more about the latest developments in the nuclear and radiological sectors in the UAE and across the globe.